Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Hey, guys. I hope everybody woke up in 2020. I'm so excited. This is the first How to Get Out of Bed of 2020. Here's the joy in my voice. And it doesn't mean everything else ain't going on. There's a whole lot going on, and I'm going, I'm actually riding. I'm going to try and load a comment area here so I can see you guys all i need you to do is just like this post i need you to like it i need you to react to it because i need to know do we continue in 2020 because some of us still got a little issue trying to get out of bed um you know we started this just to kind of help deal with anxieties and depression depression meaning we're living too far in the past anxiety where we're so afraid of things that go on in the future and just to kind of navigate our way into the now how to navigate now, uh, along with all the other things we have to navigate. Uh, Angela Stocker, who we podcast with on Wednesdays, said something pretty interesting yesterday that stuck with me. If I if I don't forget it, like right now, what I was trying to hold on to it and say, you know how you, you have a thought or something and then you're like, okay, wait, I got to go live. I got to get all this stuff set up. And then you realize you got to have all this stuff. But, uh, and I'm trying, I'm, I'm stalling trying to remember Oh, Angela said um, we were now in this, something about our economy, we're now in this identity economy, meaning coming out of uh, particular industries into a, a service economy, and now we're in this identity economy where pretty much everybody's out here trying to sell an identity. And what I love about that conversation is it's something cyclical because in the cycle because it goes back to where we were before, and, and I have to remind people, and I want to remind us again, we live in a country that's still pretty young, it's still pretty new, it's still pretty, it's still pretty much one of the newer ones, as everybody else kind of existed before everybody migrated to America for whatever reason, and how we got here, and uh, and dealing with our identities, uh, either stolen, either persuaded, either suppressed, all of those identities and, and everybody seems to be trying to get back to that and even having to recognize and even trying to decide who you're going to be learning to recognize that other people get that same opportunity right we all get to wake up and decide okay this is what i want to be today a lot of people woke up january 1st 2020 uh, 19 18 wait a minute, uh, uh 2019 18 17 going back going forward and we talked about, because we were live yesterday on Women Curse. We did a Women Curse Wednesday, uh, Leading Women 2020. And um, it, I just thought that it was amazing how it's the one time that everybody's kind of on an accord of taking some time to reflect. It's like, wait, you mean I literally can have a fresh start? And it's like, really? Everybody on the face of the planet that subscribes to a calendar and a time zone about are about to make some kind of decision that this one little tick not even a top tick tock tick tock within that tick tock people are going to decide to either be the same or change get we're trying to rush some people out of your space your life trying to rush people in trying to do all these things on one accord and it's like wow is this the one time because i know well, let me finish stop that's one thing i want to do this year is finish my thought because I realize I speak in edits like I I self edit myself in real time 
And so therefore, I don't finish. Like I didn't finish. Okay. So I, I realized that, and I'm driving, so I was trying to um, make, I'm trying to get to a point where I can, I can pull over. I'm trying to get to my stop here, and I can pull over. We can really, really, really have this conversation. And I really wish I'd got my food before I did that. But I'm gonna go ahead and, and pull over because I don't want to be distracted driving. But I, I wanted to come off the highway. Okay. So, cause this is live. This is real time. And you may catch it in the podcast or in the future, but it happens uh, in the real time. It's unscripted. Um, it started out as me just trying to work through, talk through my thoughts of the day as I get my day started. And so I'm pulling into one of my favorite spots here where I can sit comfortably and create content. Okay. When I'm not at home. All right. So safely in a space, in a spot, and I'm going to just note my surroundings as I always do and so forth. Okay, so the other the part of that is identity and the fact that it's New Year's Eve is the one time that from one end of the planet to the other end of the planet or back to the same end because I love watching this and thanks to Twitter and Periscope, we literally get to see New Year's Eve come in around the world and if you've not done that, you can go right now and, and go over to Periscope and literally see how every single time zone, every single um, person that shared their lives in all these different time zones, how they brought in the new year. Now, there are other calendars out there. There are other uh, ideologies out there that the first is the first of something is different. But in the global space, there was this one moment on the hour by the hour that we as humans decided here was a moment to start anew here's the end here's the beginning here's the beginning here's the end and uh, and i thought that was just absolutely awesome that we would reflect on ourselves and it literally was a thing where people say okay wait a minute am i the best can you imagine that somebody everybody going am i the best that i could be have i been the best of this person that i could be have i been the best to myself best to others best to all those i'm accountable to have other people been giving me their best have you know have other people have other places businesses you know this that and the other it's where we we all reflect have i done the best with my time have i done the best with my money have i done the best with my mind my spirit my heart my soul all those things that you subscribe to one thing that i did and i love i love 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 numerology even though i'm not as versed in it as i could but i mean i, I was born with some slight intuition so i'm like whoa where does that come from so the one thing i found to identify that and explain it i'm like why does he have to squeeze whole ass parking lot he's trying to squeeze between me and two cars i told you this thing was in real time and i'm like this dude like why are you like driving straight towards me like that but anyway and in a van and in a white van i'm gonna make sure he got a logo on this thing I know everybody's scared of the white vans, but there's a lot of work vans out here. But again, I'm going to check and make sure. All right, because he's like, whole parking lot. Like, why do, why you squeezing up here next to me? Okay, so anyway. um, So, just being, there's nothing. So anyway, just being mindful. And the fact that that was the one time that it swept through. It swept through nations. It swept through cities. It swept through states. It swept through continents. You know, all around. And to watch that 
and I wonder if they did anything like from NASA, depending on where they were, you know, the space station and those traveling in space and the satellites and all that. I wonder if there's any true effort in watching the energy come from the planet that we're on. Um, cause there's some others probably, I'm sure, um, watching this planet and somebody really kind of capturing that, like, is there, was there a view from space that the fireworks as they went off every hour on the hour? Cause I mean, literally like every hour on the hour, uh, from continent to continent, from, um, municipality to municipal. Well, I know here in Atlanta, we had about four minutes, you know, fireworks here, uh, finale after four freaking minutes. I was like, and people wait like all day, and you gave people people out there spending all that money, having all that time. I'm not talking about New York. I know here, I'm talking about here in Georgia, uh, right outside of uh, Atlanta. I guess it's still Atlanta, Cobb County. Had about four minutes of fireworks. I was like, what? I couldn't even get out the car good. But anyway, um, so I wonder if there's any kind of energy outside or some off the planet that they try to capture that. Because that's got to be an awesome view. Even if you only capture half the planet. Because, I mean, you, the view that they have is of wherever you are. you got to see the planet and probably even more than half. I would think they see more than half um, for something like that. I'm not saying that the fireworks going up amazingly out of reach orbit, because I mean, but still, you if you can see the bodies of water and the mass and the bodies of land mass, I would think you could be able to see, yeah, yeah, something. I don't know. Find me, somebody find me a radar or something and link me. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure some brilliant mind is like, I'm going to capture this. Okay. And then also, too, I'm, I'm pretty sure when you think about the drones and flights, you know, I'm wondering how many people. Um, who were on planes and, and different things like that at midnight. Now, I've seen people do this because, um, you know, just imagine somebody landing and over a, or flying low coming in and were able to, to capture that. And I, I, I know me, I, try, I, used, I used to try to see how long I could stay up, especially with the, with the invention of Periscope. Um, I, I used to try to see how long I could last following these scopes all over from one end to, and I, I have never, I tell y'all, I've never made it to California and Hawaii. I've never, <laughs> I have never, I try, I think I probably one year of all of my life made it trying to stay up to California because I, I literally like start with the first one and, uh, and try to stay up, you know, and, and some people have trouble staying up in their own time zone. But I just remember like the first couple of years and in one year um, I spent, I was in the hospital, my mom was in the hospital. And so I think we spent, I think over that time frame, we, two years, two of those years, maybe we spent in one in the hospital and one in actually bringing in the new year with her in a facility. And I just remember that night the first night when she was in the hospital when we had to spend New Year's Eve in the hospital I know I stayed up all night and watched it and it was it was um, interesting so again you know um, the question as I as I rambled on is basically do you guys want to continue should we and I you know I'm like mm. I was thinking about renaming it but what I have what I've learned over the years over the t 
time that we did it, and it wasn't even a full-on year. We started, I don't remember exactly when we started. I remember doing a 90-day stint. Uh, we were trying to come up with a good 90 episodes, so we did a date. That's when it became a daily thing, and then thereafter, maybe a couple of more months, and then, and then on until the end of the year. So maybe a good six, seven months of doing this, I think. And I've never really figured out which platform it works best on because it was it there were times when it really couldn't be a two-way conversation meaning that um, I know when I first did it and I was able to be I first kicked it off on Periscope and when I could be eyes on the screen or I wasn't um, doing it along with something else where I had to be eyes off the screen I then started moving around, um, you know, archiving it on YouTube and doing it on um, Facebook. Now, I think Facebook, for the most part, um, like we're even right now, this particular one, Facebook. But then also, I was loading it to uh, one of my podcast platforms because I have, I have, although I have the individual podcast, I also have one where I literally have everything. And so, or any and everything that I, you know, capture the audio from. So, uh, start putting it there. And what I, what I found, it's when I found its direct use, it's kind of after the fact, um, because when I saw somebody needing a little bit of inspiration or they were trying to come through difficult moments, I love the fact that I have these, and I could then direct them. I created a Facebook page. Uh, just for the episodes, even though I might go live in the in, in, anywhere, um, depending on what's available. Because you know, with social media, you know, sometimes a platform is not available uh, when you go live. And so, um, I love that if I saw a need, I could always refer somebody to it. And so, for that reason, I know that I want to keep it going. And I don't know that. It, I, I won't promise that it'll be dated because sometimes you feel like everything's been said and done. One thing, too, I found that in a lot of the episodes, um, we get off track. You know, on a, on a real good day, when a lot of things were going on, um, it would become something, it'll evolve into something else. Us just hanging out and having a good time and talking about news items. Like, wait a minute, that's a buzz. That should have been a buzz of the bash. That should have been a kitchen episode. That should have been a leading women episode. Uh, so I think going forward, we'll try and really truly keep them focused. Um, I will mention one news item that I'll probably talk on here and I, when, um, the Bobby Christina, Nick, Nick, I can't remember his name, Nick, um, I saw yesterday that there was a, a, a death notice for him, and I just can't imagine more turmoil for that family, because I know that they were, he was, I think they did uh, find him responsible, and that's how I read it, that he was found, I'm sorry, y'all got the windshield wipers on. I think he was legally found legal. I think it said something about found legally responsible for the death of Bobby Christina. Uh, but then when just thinking about that whole tragedy and those that are trying to live on, 
uh, as my good friend Shay uh, has an organization now for Life After. That's a tremendous Life After. Uh, and uh, I'm working with her on her branding, her foundation. And to, when you think about Life After, all these things that happen to us, around us, to friends of ours, to family members, um, these fears and these anxieties that we have to live with and things that happen on the other moment. And, you know, in my, even in my family, we had a, we actually had a death in my family um, just a week before, a couple of weeks before Christmas, uh, as everybody was, you know, coming home and visiting and, and different things like that for Christmas. My aunt, um, um, who has podcasted with me a couple of times, some of you may know, my aunt put and she passed. And then also... Um, in the wake of that, before her passing, I had another aunt, my um, sole surviving aunt of my mother's siblings. Um, she had a stroke. So at the same time, you know, we're, we're dealing with that and praying for her strength to pull through on that. And, you know, if you've ever dealt with family members that had stroke, my mother herself um, had a stroke and, um, and while, in, while in care. And you know, miraculously came through that, but then we had to go back to dealing with her other issues. And so, and many of you know people that pulled through. So prayers and praying for her strength um, and her son's strength, who's my cousin, um, that they, you know, can pull through this. And I know it's very difficult. And I'm I'm, hope, I'm hoping this week to get everything that I need to get as we jumpstart our year so I can go and lend my support to him and her um, for that as well. And just, you know, and lending, being there, you know, most of us having already gone through these things with taking care of parents, um, it's just something you don't think about until you're in that moment. You can't fathom it until you're in that moment. And so if you've been in that moment, um, do lend your support to those when they get there. And I know I the one thing, the biggest awareness I had is that until it happened to me, I was oblivious, you know? But I think because we have to go through life with this thing, with the self-preservation, like trying to maintain our sanity and maintain, uh, just maintain, um, there's so much that we have to suppress and sh just outright shut out, you know? And then there are those who, um, who, who are just good at it. Some of us, we're not good at everything. I'm not good at everything, you know? And there are some things that I found that I am, and I try to I try to do that, you know. And I think that's that's just how we get out of bed, you know. You get out of bed to go do the things that hey, you, either you have to, or things that you're good at. And I wish I wish the things that we have to do is because those are things that help sustain us. But then there are the things that we're really good at. Man, if we could if we could really uh, accommodate ourselves based on things that we're just good at. I think life would be so good. We, we wouldn't have to look for these this one moment in time where everybody is on one accord trying to figure out if they've been the best. Man, you'd be able to be the best you every day and all day, you know. But when I know for me, like frustrations, like the other day, I need like even now I needed to stop and pull over and do uh, and and talk to you guys, you know. Only because it has taken all of my life to get to this point where I can stop some stuff to do what I love to do. Um, and also, you know, I, I know the other day I was so frustrated 
because I got a chance to do something I love, but then I had to go right into doing something I'm accountable for, and I had that frustration where I need to go create this content, and yeah, I need to go work, I need to go do this, I need to get, I need to do this, this, any other, all this stuff that has to get done. This to do list is staring at me, and uh, and I'm like, you know, and I, I just really wanted to get my life to a point where, like, you know, being up at four o'clock in the morning pushing out content. You know, when the house is nice and quiet and phone's not ringing, there are no interruptions and all of those things, you know. But you got to, got to get there. You got to get there. Um, and I think a lot of us deal with anxieties thinking that we'll never get there. I just remember, and I caught myself so much when I was in caregiver mode with my mom. And I used to just get, you know, you do get mad. You go like, this can't be, this can't be it. This shouldn't be it. We can't, this can't be the rest of my life. And I'm like, wait, you know. And then you realize it's not the rest. Something, Something's going to happen that's going to change all of this. So you guess what? You better appreciate this because you do have the rest of your life, you know? And, uh, and things won't ever be the same. So, you know, but again, there's a, there's a fog that we exist in when these things are going on. I did a post the other day and said, hey, the fog is lifting. It's still, it's still lifting. But there are those days where you kind of have your head above the clouds. Sometimes you're in the clouds. Sometimes you're below the clouds. Sometimes the cloud or the storm just moves on over. But you still have to be mindful. You know, I'm sitting in the midst of a, a rain right now. And I can't see the sky because it's so cloudy. But even if it doesn't impact me, know that it's going somewhere. Know that it's impacting somewhere. The greatest person that ever lived is the person for whom can give thought to others you know and it's like to wonder well, where is it going um um like it's raining now and i remember we had some flooding here in atlanta and i was reminded when it was raining i gave a warning hey listen be careful downstream because i know that i live upstream right so i'm probably not going i mean i literally live and uh, it's a mountain, you know, it doesn't look like Stone Mountain or any of the national parks, but the terrain, as far as terrain, there's an elevation, uh, a serious elevation to where I live. And I know that when it's, when it's raining bad here, that water is going downstream. And I was like, be careful downstream. You know, it's been, it's a constant rain. It's been full stop for four hours. And lo and behold, woke up and downstream was absolutely flooded. People had been washed. Some people were literally washed away, lost their lives, you know. So when you can give that thought to, to something else, just because it doesn't impact you, it doesn't happen to you. If you could just think of others, think of somebody else, you know, and do it in a, do it in a way that even if you're trying to achieve something, do it in a way with that you get what you want, but it doesn't your 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 endeavor can be the detriment of somebody else, you know. It's like like man, I really want this, but I know in order for me to get it, they got to take it from somebody else. You know, or I really want that, but in order for me to get it, somebody's got to suffer because of it. You know, somebody's got to lose their everything. Like this thing that I want, it's like somebody already has it now. Now, you know, that's a sin. Okay, I don't know what you subscribe to, but you shouldn't want, like, especially like right now, everybody's um, getting ready to do their vision boards and planning out. I have always had a problem 
with cutting things out of a magazine because I know, first of all, the magazine is published. Though, and I know there's a lot in the magazines telling you you ought to want this and trying to influence you to desire this, that, and the other. I understand that. But I used to always try to make sure that I'm not coveting because I know that to me that's just like the greatest thing. But it's all right to have desires. It's just all right to to say, hey, this is how I want to reward myself. And you know, and I want I want these things, you know, like um I I want some new sneakers. And I'm like, and that's something that I have anybody that knows me, that's something I have never bought. And if I do buy a pair, they're gonna last forever because one, I don't do a whole lot in a pair of sneakers. You know, I, I, I do go walking, but hell, I walk in whatever shoe I got on. Because for me, the sneaker ain't the most comfortable shoe. And a lot of people I see that wear a lot of sneakers, their feet, I don't like, their feet kind of jacked up. You know, you ever notice men, they wear a whole lot of sneakers, but they, they, their feet are jacked up. That bothers me, y'all. I'm sorry, it bothers me. And I don't understand. It's like there's so much technology that goes into tennis shoes. But if you look at from if you look at the person that wears them, I'm like, damn, what what happened? You know? And even like like the, the most expensive shoes out there, people who wear the most expensive shoes, um, they have the worst feet. And I I, I just don't I mean I've seen and it's because they keep trying to influence us to wear these shoes. I remember I was at, let me tell you, I was at an event. Um, what were we? It was an event where they have all these different panel discussions and these little workshops, these breakouts. So, right, so we were at this event, and we went into this breakout, and this woman was given this session, and, you know, she, of course, started her session talking about her red bottoms. And, you know, and, and I'm like, and she was talking about how, you know, she really wanted to present in her red bottoms, <laughs> but they hurt so bad. Um, but she, she literally talked, her whole talk was about her acquiring all these different, um, pairs and how, you know, this pair was that and that pair was this. But I, I looked and she was wearing these little comfortable shoes. But you could still see the scarring on her feet. And I'm like, you know, I'm like, see? No. Like right now, I'm wearing a pair of boots and the most comfortable boots. Because I like for my, my feet to be able to spread the way they need to spread, I like I, I like my shoes to have the give that they need to have, you know, and so forth. So whenever if you've ever if you've ever seen me speaking at a panel and you do that, you one of those people that do the head to toe, trying to gauge and judge a person. You're gonna get to my shoes. You're gonna be like, damn, she comfortable as hell. And 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 I've got some really nice, um, what I call my blogging shoes, cause I'm just not gonna stand there in pain. And how many of you have ever seen? I'm talking about fellas. I'm talking about y'all too. Because I've seen y'all in, in your dress shoes. And I've seen y'all can't wait to... Men, ladies, let's not own that, okay? These men, they can't wait to get out of their dress shoes either. Because let me tell you, a, a, a good pair of leather a good pair of leather shoes will give. A good pair of leather shoes will conform. And so some of these other materials these men are wearing out here. And those shoes won't give and shape to your feet. And if you ever notice in a man's shoe, uh, half of the toe part, um, largely... Part of the toe part of the shoe has nothing in it, right? It's just the design of that shoe. <laughs> men, men are walking around here with all kind of space, but no space and in, in, in give in the right in the right places. And, we, and you always notice they buy shoes and they're always talking about taking the shoe somewhere to get it stretched. And I'm like, well, why don't you just get the proper width? 
okay? You know, back in the day, and some of y'all have no inclination of what this is, especially those of you that order online, order everything online, but you would go 